Welcome to this week's Green Setup. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois, and I wanted to talk about uh, giving holiday gift plants, live plants, uh, uh, to family members for the or for the gardener in the family. And uh, sometimes uh, you think your your gardener in the family has about every tool in the world, but uh, they're always appreciative of of live holiday plants and other live plants during the year. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about what we might do to um, help you scratch that itch in terms of gift buying and of course the, an easy way to take care of that is to visit the, the favorite garden center and uh, buy a gift certificate that allows uh, for a purchase immediately after the holidays it allows for uh, purchase of spring blooming plants trees shrubs and evergreens during the season uh, supplies like uh, mulch, compost, uh, fertilizers, uh, garden hose. So the gift card isn't such a bad uh, way out if you are unclear about what might be needed. Um, but if you are bound and determined to put something bigger than that underneath the Christmas tree, uh, you might think about uh, giving a tool, um, something that could be used. And if you're going to do that, sometimes the the better tool is to find one that has multiple purposes uh, throughout the gardening season. For example, hand pruners. They can be used on our ornamentals. They can be used in the vegetable garden. Uh, they could be used in uh, perennial beds. They could be used in the annual flower beds to do some deadheading or, or pruning back midsummer to get another flush of growth out of the annuals. So there's a there's a multiple multiple uses, say for for hand pruners and within the hand pruner group there's a couple different selections um, there's types called um, bypass pruners and there's another type called anvil type pruners and the bypass pruners probably have more functionality and uses than the anvil types do uh, just by the nature of how they really operate and, and work so you might consider something like uh, uh, th those kinds of those kinds of pruners there are also if you if your home happens to be somewhat uh, established and you've got a lot of larger older plants then loppers or long-handled pruners can help those will take out larger branches uh, using the leverage of the handle um, and it allows you to do more of that larger type of pruning um, so they also come as a bypass pruner or as an anvil type uh, it just depends upon uh, preference and uh, the size of limbs and things you're going to probably be pruning. Uh, so that that kind of a pruner works well that way. If you're going to do any work up into the canopies of your shade trees, perhaps something is uh, that it has a more special purpose but can be used frequently is a uh, pole saw. This allows the gardener to remain firmly planted on the ground and be able to take out dead wood and interior uh, naturally uh, branches that have naturally died um, from the inside by standing on the ground. These are usually ex extendable. They might go up 24 feet or so in the air. Uh, great tool and if you buy the pole saw that can tackle any kind of limb up there. Uh, also available as a pole pruner. Um, same activity, removing uh, live or dead wood out of the tree, but the maximum you can cut is the capacity of the pruner, where with a pole saw you can cut any branch size you want. 
and why we're talking about our pruners uh, a nice feature is uh, you can find pruners that are for the right-handed gardener or the left-handed gardener and that can make a, a just a nice pleasant difference for the gardener if they're if they're using their dominant side there and can use the pruners uh, uh, accordingly uh, some of the other things that might be purchased uh, kneeling pads and you don't have to have a kneeling pad because you have bad knees you can have a kneeling pad with good knees it's the idea that over the length of the day uh, you just don't need to end up with tender bruised kneecaps and tissue so a, a kneeling pads kind of kind of helpful there are other ergonomic cultivation tools uh, that uses you know that will use the larger muscles in your arm versus say your fingers or your hand or your wrist so those are some kind of interesting things to be looking for. Um, sometimes uh, with time and been gardening for years, a good old floppy sun hat's the thing to have because you need to keep those, keep the rays of the sun off your skin at this point. So a big old gardening hat might be, might be a choice as well here. So uh, sunscreens are always uh, welcomed. Uh, hand uh, balms or lotions are helpful to keep your keep the skin a little bit more flexible and not dry and cracky over over a longer period of time. One of the things that we seemingly don't think about is uh, we go out to garden and we take three or four tools with us and we move around in the yard and we look back and 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 what happened to the pruners. So one of these tool caddies is kind of nice. Some are as simple as a mechanism that fits over fiber mechanism that fits over the outside of a five gallon bucket with uh, with pouches around it where we can keep our tools keep something inside the bucket so those kinds of things can be very uh, very very helpful gardening gloves uh, they come in a variety anywhere from those that are very grippy to those that are waterproof uh, so you have a, a wider array of choices there um, if you're getting into the, the word today, the trending today is the word sustainable, maybe it's time to get another compost bin or have the compost bin in your yard for the very first time to capture the organic matter that's coming out of your yard rather than putting it in the bag for the landscape waste pickup guys to take away. So you have those kinds of things that you can that you can do uh, in terms of the compost bins. There's a variety of sizes and techniques out there. Ones that are on a set of rollers that you turn around by hand. There's round ones. There's square ones. As you look for these things, though, just keep in mind that they should hold about a cubic yard or as close to a cubic yard of material as possible. That way, there'll be enough bulk enough mass that the decomposition can can get going early in the spring and continue late into fall. And one of the other areas that we might consider along with the compost bins is what, what would you do uh, if you had rain barrels? Uh, you'd collect the water, you could use that for watering your annuals and your perennials, uh, newly transplanted material around in the yard. Um, you can use it on the lawn as well, but it takes an awful lot of water, so um, the, your lawn, uh, your lawn may not be the one you use that water for, but you have you have that rain barrel collection system in place. You can use it throughout throughout the season as long as we continue to have rain. So those are some of the things we can um, 
do or choose to do or choose to buy for our gardener and the family. Just want to take a few minutes to run down quite a few of those. Uh, you're going to find more opportunity and more things to buy as soon as you go into that garden center and see what they have to offer. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure. I'll be back again next week.